Guten Erev Shabbos. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a wonderful, successful week. This week, Parshas Ve'akabakudeh. There's so much going on. A big parsha, a small parsha, a lot of psukim, a lot about the Mishkan, the void of giving. But one of the main questions, especially at the beginning of the parsha, is that the Pasuk says in Perik Lamed Hay, Pasuk Hay, the beginning of Parshas Ve'akal, Kechume Itchem Tumal Hashem. Take from yourself Truma. For Hashem, the Yidden are being commanded to take from themselves a truma for the Mishkan, gold, silver, copper. Great. Everyone asks the following question, which is the lotion of kichu means to take. But when you're giving staka, when you're giving truma, you're not taking, you're giving. So the Pasuk seemingly should have said, Tenu me'itchem. Give from yourselves. What's the pshat in this lashon of kichume itchem? A great, great question, which many of the mafarshim deal with. This question is asked by none other amongst many others, but the one I want to discuss today is the Aznaim Latayra, the Lutzkarov, Rav Zalman Saratskin. And to answer it, he tells over an amazing story. He said one time of Chaim Brisker, the Rosh Hashiva of a lashon, and the Shiva was going through a terribly difficult time with their finances, debt, and it was affecting everyone, the Rosh Hashiva, the Bachrim. They couldn't be properly taken care of. They were all from poor families. And now that they literally had nothing in Yeshiva, it was it was a really terrible situation. And of course, the burden the burden of fundraising falls on every Rosh Hashiva, every head of any institute. And even if it's a Chaim Brisker, it's going to fall on him as well, the great Chaim Brisker. He had to take care of his Bachrim, he had to take care of the Yeshiva with no other choice. Chaim orangutan and deep in sugyas and giving shear and taking care of the bachrim. He had to pack everything up. He had to go and raise raise funds, raise some money for the shiva, get the shiva out of their financial crisis. So he reached the town of Minsk and one of the gvirim of the city of Baruch Zlatowitz approached to the Heidegger Chaim and he told him, Chaim, it's not pakavadik, it's not befitting of you, the great Rosh Shiva, to be going around door to door like a schlepper, schlepping and asking to bezayin. It's not kavadik Torah. I'm going to take care of this tremendous responsibility and I'm going to make sure that you have everything you need. And Rav Chaim, of course, was so thankful, so gracious, unbelievably honored, besides the fact that he was going to go and raise the money, but by the tremendous chashivas and kavarat And so it was, Rav Baruch set up Rav Chaim in his house. He was comfortable. He had a desk, and a chair, comfortable study. The accommodations were great. And Rav Chaim was able to sit with Yishev Adas. He was Ragua. He had no tirdis. Unbelievable ashkacha. Unbelievable siyata dishmaya that Rav Chaim was seeing. And Rav Chaim was utterly excited and blissful. He was so excited to just be able to sit and not have this tremendous daiga of fundraising. And he was going to just sit and learn. And it was going to be great. And so it was. Rav Chaim was learning day in, day out, all day. Orangutan and deep in the sugyas. Immersed in Torah. And after about a week, Rav Chaim went to Rav Baruch, the host, and he said, "New Rav Baruch, just checking in, what's going on, is everything okay, how are we doing? And Rav Baruch said, actually, I have half the amount of the exorbitant amount that's needed for the yeshiva, but don't worry, I'm going to make sure to get the rest. Be rest assured, Rav Chaim. You have nothing to worry about, go back to your learning. And he gave him half the funds, and Rav Chaim put it away, and Rav Baruch went back on his way, he left the house, and over the next week, he went back and he was fundraising. And after a week, he came back, and Rav Baruch said excitedly to Rav Chaim, Rav Chaim, here you are. I have the other half of the tremendous amount of money that's needed for the yeshiva. And Rav Chaim, with a humongous smile, tremendous thanks and appreciation, 
the unbelievable hatava, the graciousness of Rav Baruch, his hospitality and his kindness and the way he took care of him. He thanked him so much and Rav Chaim was back on his way to Velazhin. Rav Chaim got back to Yeshiva, got back to Velazhin and Baruch Hashem he was able to pay off the tremendous debt and now this burden has been released, it's been relinquished and Rav Chaim was able to return with Yeshiva Das, with clarity, and the Bachim were happy, and Besimcha, it was a great feeling, there was a great feeling of elation, of relaxation, and the Bachim were able to continue learning on the level they were, with tremendous clarity, Menucha, and it was truly incredible. A few weeks had passed, and it became apparent, of Chaim found out through the grapevine, that this whole thing, this whole fundraising, that Rav Baruch was supposed to do, wasn't as he expected. Rav Baruch didn't go fundraising. He actually gave all the money to the Velazhny Yeshiva out of his own pocket. Astonished, completely bewildered, Rav Chaim reached out to Rav Baruch and he said, Rav Baruch, he said, I don't understand. He said, I came to your house for two weeks. You accommodated me unbelievably. You gave me everything I need. You let me sit and learn b'menuchas ha-nefesh, b'shalva v'hashket with complete bliss and harmony. Yeshiva Das, quiet and peace, undisturbed, undisrupted. And you told me you're going fundraising. You told me you're going to be going door to door, asking everyone in Minsk and the surrounding cities for money for the yeshiva. And lo and behold, I find out that this isn't what you did. That all the money came from your own pocket. And I'm so happy and indebted that you did indeed give this tremendous amount of money to the Velazhna Yeshiva. But I just don't understand one thing, Astor Chaim. A week passed... And he gave me half. And then another week passed and he gave me the other half. If you had all the money, why don't you just give it to me at one shot? And if you had all the money, why did you want me to sit by you for two weeks? Why didn't you just give me the money right away? And to this, Rav Baruch, the Gvir of Minsk, he replied, he told Rav Chaim as follows. He said, Rosh Hashiva, do you think it's easy to just dole out loads of cash, hard-earned money for a yeshiva? He said, as chashiv as you are, as chashiv as your yeshiva is, as Chashiv, as Teres, do you think it's easy to part with money? Do you think that it's easy to just kiss it goodbye, even though it's not mine, even though I know the truth, I know the Emes, I know Hashem is the Bashefer, He's the giver, He's the bestower, and it's not really mine. But do you think I don't become connected to it? Do you think I don't have feelings that it's it's a little bit mine, you know, it belongs to me? And of course it's not true, but it's the Atzisayetzer. You don't think it gets to my head? Of course it does. Of course it does. Please understand, Rosh Hashiva. And then he explained. He said the first week that went by, he said I was busy with the Yitzhahara, fighting him for a week. And after a week, I was able to come up with half of the amount that you needed. That was the first half of the battle. He said, and after that, he said I had the Gvurus HaNefesh to fight again another week. And finally, I had the fortitude I had the strength to be miskaber to overcome Yitzhahara again. And I was able to dole out, to shtell another half of the tremendously needed funds for the Helge Yeshiva. But he said it wasn't easy. It was a battle. It was a two-week battle. He said you weren't just waiting around. I wasn't just going door to door. Correct. He said you weren't waiting for me to go knock on Gvirim's door, on other people in the city's doors. I wasn't doing that. You're right. You were waiting for me to beat my Yitzhahara. You were waiting for me to overcome my innate feelings, the feelings which you all have. Says Reb Zalman in the Lutzkarov. In this week's parasha, Hashem says, Kichu me itchem, take from yourself. It's not give, 
It's so hard to give. It's so hard to just shtel. It's hard to part with our money. But says Rebzalm and Surotskin, says the Lutzkarov, Hashem understands. Hashem understands our struggle. Hashem understands what we're dealing with. Hashem understands what's up against us. He understands how hard and enticing and convincing the Atzah the tactics of the Yitzhahara are. And the Yitzhahara, Hashem knows, is telling us, don't give it, it's yours, you worked hard in it. Back to Amalek, of course. Back to Purim, it's all one thing, never stops. And Hashem says, I understand it's schwer, I understand it's hard, but I want you to give. But not just give, because I know it's hard to give. So take, take out from what you think is yours, take. It's schwer, but take. And says Reb Zalman, Sarotskin, he says, that's Pshan, the next word, Me'itchem. What's from you? What do you mean from you? It's from your cash. It's from your bank account. It's from your, from your zeal. It's from your quick pay. It's not from, what do you mean from you, the person? No, 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 says Reb Zalman. It's from you. Cause Hashem knows deep down how hard, how schwer it is. That it's mamish taking out a shtickle of your, of your person, of your mehus, of your essence. Cause you think it's you. The money identifies us. It becomes us. Chadhu, it becomes synthesized with our essence, with our being. So Hashem says, Me'itchem, I understand this, I understand it's schwer, but it's from, and I understand it's you, but I want you to take it. To take it. It's hard, but do it. Give that truma for the Mishkan, for the Kamas of Mishkan, for the continuity of my Shechina. That's why it says, Kichu Me'itchem. And I think we can add a tremendous Yisoyed, a tremendous gem that's hidden in here, which is that it's not only regarding this mitzvah where Hashem understands the hardship, the shverkai, of a mitzvah, of Avedis Hashem, of his gabras anefesh, of overcoming, triumphing our Yitzhahara. It's not only the mitzvah of tzedakah, it's every mitzvah. It's every Avedis Hashem, it's every little knech, every struggle on the way. Hashem understands, Hashem is with us. Hashem is with us. How do we know? Because Hashem created them. Hashem created the Yitzhahara, Hashem created our problems, Hashem created our struggles. And we have to learn and extrapolate from this mitzvah of tzedakah that it's not only in tzedakah that Hashem is with us. It's not only in the mitzvah of tzedakah where Hashem is empathetic and He realizes the kaishi, the, the hardship of giving. It's in every single mitzvah. And just like in truma and giving, the tzedakah, where Hashem says, Kichume itchem, take from yourselves. It's not only here. This is a general way where Hashem's empathy is expressed because Hashem knows how it's hard for everyone. That's the nature of mankind. But it's in every single mitzvah, every single pitfall, every single opportunity that we have. And Hashem knows how hard it's going to be, how hard and how great the pushback is. Hashem is always with us because Hashem created the Nisayin, Hashem created the struggle. And we must remember that if it's Hashem that created the struggle and it's Hashem who loves us more than anything, we can overcome anything and we can get closer through anything and use anything as an opportunity. But the aside over here is that Chatsi Nechama, half of the solace, is in the fact that Hashem is with us that Hashem understands us, and that nothing is beyond Him, because He created it. And with His help, we should be able to have the gavras and nefesh, the strength and fortitude to conquer and use everything as an opportunity to get closer to Him and to be great givers. And as Chazal say, Mahu rachum, rachum, we should go in His way, and we go in His way, may it be an impetus for His tremendous rachmanus, for His tremendous kindness, and may we all merit only see good things, Yeshua's v'nachamas, and Hatzlacha, Bechol Derechenu, success in all of our ways and in all of our efforts. I thank you all for listening. I wish you a wonderful Shabbos.